Blog Talk Radio. This is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Wavelet, Jiglet, what a race! Always be Mickey on the outside. Always be Mickey. They're off and it is on. And betting line has taken the lead. Two, two, boom! You're tuned in to Harness Racing's fastest 90 minutes post-time with Mike and Mike, with co-host Mike Carter. Believe in the spirit? Do you believe in miracles? And Mike Bozen. Smoking Gun, Shaman Hall, production Smoking Gun is flying. Here comes Smoking Gun. I don't know! Oh, yeah. That just happened! That just happened! Appreciate everybody joining us on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. We've got a great show coming up for you today, and we are on the heels of Molson Pace Night, which is coming up tomorrow night. And of course, Mike Carter, you are en route as we speak. Uh, you're going to head to a Western Fair. You'll be on site along with uh, Jessica Otten and Garnett Barnsdale. I'll be in the studio, and we'll be on tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. We've got a Bet America promotion that's outstanding. We'll tell you about in just a moment, Mike. And also, you're going to be giving away an Aaron Merriman whip. Am I correct? Yeah, we uh, loaded that Aaron Merriman whip up this morning. It's all set and ready to go, and we are road tripping on our way to London, Ontario. It's going to be a good time. We go on, like you said, at 9 o'clock, and we're going to have about a two-and-a-half or three-hour show, uh, depending on when the Molson pace uh, goes off. Uh, we're going to expect somewhere in the ballpark at 11.05 to 11, 11.10, Mike. And we've got, a, a, like you said, great promotion. You have to take a picture of yourself, right, at Western Fair to win this whip. Am I correct? Yeah, definitely. You take a picture of yourself. Use hashtag Molson Pace. Uh, we're actually going to work with Western Fair on this one. Uh, they uh, have created the hashtag Molson Pace to use on Molson Pace Night. Take a picture, and we're going to give the whip away to one lucky person around 10 or 10.15, Mike. Uh, so that's tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. We'll be on the air uh, for a coverage of the Molson Pace. Foiled again is in the race before. That's going to be live from Western Fair coming up tomorrow night. Uh, also, what a great, great promotion that Bet America has. We urge each and every one of you, if you don't have a Bet America uh, login or handle, if you're not uh, a member or player there, you have to do so right now because we they've Got a great promotion coming up tomorrow night at Western Fair. Uh, $20 second chance promotion. And here's how it works. Actually, it's up to $20. So if you bet a horse to win, and this is on any race on the Western Fair card tomorrow night, you bet a horse to win. If that horse does not win but finishes second, you get your money back. That's a great deal. And, and Mike, we were talking to uh, Jason Beam yesterday. Of course, Jason Beam has the uh, Thoroughbred Show on the Bet America Radio Network. And, uh, Mike, he brought up a good point. He said, you know, uh, if you're gambling and scrapping for dollars, uh, betting horse races, and you do it often, this is really a gift 
because, uh, you know, listen, you get your money back if you finish your second. And how many times, Mike, uh, of course, you like to play horses as well, and I do too. How many times do you go through a session where you say to yourself, man, I've got seconditis. I just cannot do any better than second. Well, listen, a bet America, Mike, if you uh, play the Molson card tomorrow, you can get your money back for doing so. Listen, man, I played the Exacta the other day. I think it was on Preakness Day, and they had the second chance promotion on Exactas where if your horse finished like less than a lane, beaten less than a lane, you get your money back. And they really give your money back. I mean, it's fantastic. you got to wait till I think it's the next day they give you your money back. But listen, man, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be playing all my wagers through Bet America, at least my win bets, because, you know, it, make, it just makes sense to get your money back if your horse runs second. That's right. So log on to BetAmerica.com. If you're uh, not a member, if you're not a player there, make sure you do so. They also have a tremendous sign-up bonus as well. We've got a great show on tap for you today. We're also going to take a look at the three big races coming up on Sunday at Harris, Philadelphia in a very in a very a busy Grand Circuit weekend uh, throughout the harness racing. The Art Rooney's also going on at Yonkers. We'll touch on that a little bit later on, uh, the finals. But the, also three big invitationals coming up on Sunday right here at Harris, Philadelphia. Just three outstanding races. You have the Betsy Ross uh, for mares. You have the Maxi Lee Memorial for trotters and the Ben Stafford Jr. for uh, aged pacers. And all three of those races are shaping up to be outstanding, plus a great undercard as well with a couple of winners over, one for the Mares and one for the boys. It's just an outstanding card, 14 races, on tap at 1240. In just a minute, we're going to have trainer Pete Tritton join the program. Uh, Pete's got interests in all three of those big races. Plus, Mike, he has uh, interest in the Molson pace with uh, our good friend, Bit of a Legend. Oh, yeah, a bit of a legend is going to the Molson Pace. You have three huge races coming up. And, listen, I heard a, I heard a rumor that you were going to Florida to see our friend Gabe Pruitt and that you're going to let me come call the races on Sunday. So thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Now, just, yeah, come on up, my friend. Uh, you'll be uh, on the outside looking in. But uh, we've, so we'll talk to Pete Tritton. Also, owner Tom Pollock. You know, we don't have owners a lot on this program, and, and I think we should start having more horse owners, harness horse owners on this program because it's certainly a very important part of the business. And we're going to talk to one of the prominent owners in this sport, Tom Pollock. He's uh, got interest in two of the three big races coming up on Sunday. We'll talk to uh, him about the rock and roll world as well as Medusa, who'll be competing in the bets. Ross. Plus, we had a chance to talk to our good friend, uh, the assistant race secretary right here at Harris, Philadelphia, Rob Pennington. Uh, Rob and uh, race secretary Joe Osier put these races together. And uh, as we talked about with Rob, it's a pretty intricate process. It's not a stakes race, per se, where you pay in well ahead of time. These are invitational, so the race office really has to be on their toes uh, to make sure that they uh, assemble the best field possible. So we'll talk to Rob about that process. Plus, our good friend Gabe Pruitt and another one of our good friends, Darren Gagne, two ongoing series, one on running aces, one on Pompano. You'll hear what's uh, going on at both of those particular racetracks. But up next, it's trainer Pete Tritton on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. 
consider who we are. According to the 2010 equine census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment this Saturday as Always Dreaming attempts to capture the second jewel of the Triple Crown in the 142nd Preakness Stakes. Gates open at 9.30 a.m. with a Preakness post time of 6.48. Live harness racing kicks off at 7.15 p.m. You can also enter our annual Diamond Dig Contest where 10 lucky contestants get the chance to dig for diamond jewelry. For more information, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. How much pork roll can you eat in two minutes? Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment will host a pork roll eating contest this Saturday. You can enter for a chance to win $500 in the second annual contest. Entry forms are available in your live racing program, and 10 lucky contestants will be selected after race 3 with the contest after race 5. Contestants will have two minutes to chow down and eat as many pork roll slices as they can. For more information, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. Big show coming up here Thursday. Of course, a big show coming up tomorrow night. It's Molson Pace Night. We'll be live at Western Fair at 9 p.m. Make sure you join us. But uh, Peter, uh, trainer Pete Tritton will be joining us uh, on this program, plus owner Tom Pollock. But first, we had a chance to talk to uh, the assist- assistant race secretary here at Harris, Philadelphia, Rob Pennington, about how these three big invitationals were put together, the Betsy Ross, the Maxie Lee, and the Ben Stafford coming up on Sunday. And without further ado, let's hear what Rob has to say. We're back.
back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, and right now we're joined by the Assistant Race Secretary at Aaron's Philadelphia. His name is Rob Pennington. Rob, welcome to the program, my friend. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Three big races coming up this Sunday at Harris, Philadelphia. Of course, the Maxi Lee, the Betsy Ross, and the Ben Stafford Jr. Three outstanding races on paper. And for those people that may not know, these races are by invitation. They're not stakes races. They're not races where, you know, like a lot of them, you pay into well ahead of time. These are invitational races. These are races that the race office actually invites horses uh, to come to. Can you explain that process a little bit for those people that may be unfamiliar with that? Sure, Mike. It's it's kind of a fun process. You know, when you get the opportunity to just pick the best eight horses in in the country or even Canada to come race at your track, it's kind of cool. It's fun. So you just go through stats on who's racing this year, who's racing well at the time, who's just getting started but looks like they're um, ready to go. And then there's horses that are imported from other countries that we got invited to the race just by reputation and how they've done so far this year. That's right, and that's uh, kind of a funny thing about this time of year is you do have a lot of great horses that are just starting to come back, horses coming off of qualifiers, maybe with one start or two starts. So a lot of times it can be tough, Rob, for the race office to kind of figure all that in. It's extremely tough, and there's um, a few races, a few horses even on the undercard today um, that deserve to be in the race, but they just hadn't had a race yet this year. So um, we tried to avoid those just because we didn't know if they were ready to race, how tight they were. So we wanted the best eight horses we could get. So it, it's hard for us to judge um, when the horses are at their peak and ready. So, you know, we just had to go with our gut and try to at least have them have one to two starts under their belt prior to getting the invitation. Rob, let's talk about these races for just a few minutes, uh, the three big races. They start in race number 10. It's the Maxi Lee Memorial going for a purse of $150,000. And uh, you've got just some outstanding horses in here. You've got J.L. Cruz, who would have won this very race last year if it wasn't for a miscue. Um, you've got Crazy Wow, who's definitely walked the walk. Uh, Odds on Amethyst, who's been red hot north of the border. Charmed uh, Life, who upset Hannah Lorhan over two starts back. And then you've got a horse that not a whole lot of people know a whole lot about, and that's Tuana Blue Rex, who has just looked great uh, since coming from uh, Holland, I believe. Yeah, he, he's coming from Holland, and he's looked extremely well. He raced here last Sunday and put away a, a pretty good field and made it look extremely easy by doing that. Uh, the rest of the field is very competitive. You know, it's hard to you know say that one horse is going to win this race, and it's, it's hands down, and that goes with all three of the races. And, you know, we feel that we got the best eight horses in every race. This is Betsy Ross, uh, race 11 uh, for mares. Uh, all, the, all of them are going for $150,000. But this is one of the finest mare fields that I can remember to assembled in quite some time. I mean, you have Lady Shadow, who was just dominant in the aged pacing mare ranks last year against uh, Pure Country, uh, a horse who um, obviously was a Breeders' Crown champion at two. She was a Dan Patch Award winner last year. She's made uh, over $1.7 million. This is the first meeting between these two horses and a lot of people think that maybe this is the big matchup, but this field is a lot deeper than just those two. This field goes way deeper than those two. Um, let's not forget Nike Franco. Um, Joanne Looney King does an awesome job with all of her horses. That horse has been extremely good the last few starts. Um, when I was asked about this race by one of my friends a couple of days ago, I said, I think this is one of the best mare races since 
probably like Darlin's Delight and My Little Dragon, that era. Um, I think this is an extremely deep group of mares, and it's going to be an extremely exciting race to watch. And then, of course, you have the Ben Stafford Jr. Uh, in race 12. And, of course, uh, this name, uh, this race was named after Ben Stafford, who tragically passed away much, much too young uh, last year. But uh, certainly a great race here. And you've got two horses. Uh, one came from overseas with a lot of fanfare, and that was uh, one-time New Zealand Horse of the Year, Chris and Me. And then you've got Mosdale O'Connor, a horse that came to the Pete Tritton Stables with maybe not so much fanfare, and he has just looked downright impressive. That last race at Yonkers was just uh, really, really wildly good. Um, but this is another race that a lot of people may be attracted to the two outsiders, so to speak, and that you just have a deep field all around. Yeah, this is an extremely good race. Um, you know, Rock and Roll World is the fastest horse in North America this year. Um, Jen Shark, you know, he, he defeated some really good horses in his last race in Canada. Um, you know, all bets off somewhere in L.A., great vintage. These horses just speak for themselves. You don't have to talk about them much. Um, Missile J went on a win streak early in the year. That was unbelievable. And then the, the imports, like you said, they're doing extremely well. It's a great race. And Rob, real quick before we let you go, obviously it was, uh, as you mentioned, it was a challenge, but it was a, it's always a good challenge to put these races together uh, from a race office point of view. But not only those three races, but the whole undercard, the whole card is just phenomenal. It's an amazing day for us here. Um, we're very excited to have this day. We're hoping for great weather. Um, the track's extremely fast right now. Uh, we just want to thank all the uh, horses that came from all over. Um, we got horses coming from Indiana, Canada. Um, to race in these three races, so we want to thank them. And we want to thank the undercard, too. There's some horses in the undercard that deserve to be in these three races, and um, they just hadn't had the starts yet. But we want to thank everybody for putting on the show. It's going to be a great day. Rob Pennington, the Assistant Racing Secretary at Harris, Philadelphia. Rob, we appreciate you joining us, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations. Racehorse Adoption Program. Two million dollars in purses. One unforgettable night. It's Sunstake Saturday at the Downs at the Weekend Sun Pocono on Saturday, July 1st. The best of the best make their way to Northeast Pennsylvania for this prestigious night of racing with the Earl Beale Jr. Memorial Trot, the James Lynch Philly Pace, the Max Emp Memorial Pace, and the Ben Franklin Free for All Pace. Post time is 6.30 p.m. Fans can enter now for a chance to meet Wiggle the Jiggle and his connections on Eliminations Night, June 24th. Email your entry and why you want this experience to meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com. That's meetwidgie at mohegansunpocono.com by June 14th. Sunsteak Saturday, July 1st at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Don't miss it. A great finish in the base! Stonebridge Terror and won the 
West. Legends will be born. Third time the charm for Foiled Again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Foiled Again, clear vision, three across to the wire, Foiled Again! Foiled Again appears to have done it. History will be made. Deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's going to win it. Foiled Again, a pettish out of her State Treasurer. History in the Molson Pace. Or none of the above. Evening of pleasure in Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson Pace shocker. That just happened. Catch the Molson Pace live on Post Time with Mike and Mike.com Friday, May 26th, or on demand on the Bet America Radio Network. Time to show them if you got them. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, still lots to come on this edition of the big show. We've got trainer Pete Tritton going to join us. Also, we're going to hear from Game Pruitt, the fine track announcer and director of racetrack operations as the weekly Pompano Park series continues. We're also going to hear from Darren Gagne, the fine track announcer, as the weekly running Aces series continues. But first, we've got uh, one of the prominent owners, in our industry, Tom Pollock. And uh, Tom, first of all, welcome to the program. As I was telling Mike Carter, um, we really have to make an attempt to get more owners on this show because you guys really are the lifeblood of this industry. Tom, how are you? Doing well, Mike. And Mike, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, you've got a pretty big uh, weekend coming up. We've got three exciting invitationals here at Harris, Philadelphia, the uh, the uh, Maxi Lee Trot, the Betsy Ross uh, for mayors, uh, and, of course, the Ben Stafford Jr., and uh, you've got interest in two of them. But first, Tom, let's talk a little bit about how you got interested in the sport of harness racing. Yes, um, as a as a uh, young adult, I guess I I actually worked at a golf course um, uh, right out of high school. Uh, golf was was my passion, and the folks at the course uh, uh, had gone to the meadows, and and they tried to get me to go at first, and I said, ah, I'm not going to go and do that. Um, you know, watch these horses run around in a circle for two minutes. I was like, I don't I don't get that, and so I I didn't go, and then. They went again a little bit later in the summer and convinced me to go, and, and I went and had a good time. And back in the day, uh, Doug Snyder was the, the top driver at the Meadows, and I think someone said, hey, you know, watch this guy and, and, and put, put your wagers on him. And I think he won six races that night, and, and I got hooked. And so that was back in, like, 1988 and just uh, kind of got in my blood and been something I've followed, uh, you know, into my adult life. Now, Tom, let's talk a little bit about Rock and Roll World. He's currently the fastest horse uh, to race this year. Uh, talk to us a, bit, a little bit about uh, how you came up uh, with Rock and Roll World and uh, what you're looking forward to uh, this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, we, uh, Jeff Colifer, who's uh, my, my trainer out in Indiana, uh, he and I went to the Meadowland sale a couple of Sundays ago and uh, had a short list of horses, uh, Rock and Roll World being one of them, but really you know didn't go there with our heart set on on him um you know we we looked at him we really liked him we we knew he was going to you know bring bring a price um 
and quite honestly, um, you know, we were we probably talked and and we're going to be out at about 150. And uh, you know, as the bidding uh, went on, um, kind of got caught up in the moment and uh, and went for it. And uh, we're fortunate enough to to get him. And yeah, you know, his first start at Hoosier uh, got a got a nice trip behind Night Pros, a very good horse, and uh, and went a big mile. And you know, now here we are in in the the Stafford here at. at at Harris on Sunday, and uh, we drew well, and we're looking for another good effort out of them. Tom, you know, tell us a little bit about what it's like uh, at a horse auction. I know a lot of people, a lot of uh, new people perhaps that maybe are interested or want to get into owning uh, a horse auction, especially when you're talking about, uh, you know, the emotion as you talked about, the bidding and so forth. Just tell us about the feeling, how it is to be at one of these things. Yeah, it's it, you know it's it's nerve-wracking to be honest you know you get your kind of get your heart set on you know who you've picked out and and you know and probably have a game plan in your mind of what you're willing to pay going in and then as that bidding goes and and you're you know raising your hand and then someone else is raising you know, their hand to top your bid it uh it, it it gets your uh, your heart racing for sure, but um, it, it it's a uh, it's a really unique experience and um, you know something that I'm starting to get more comfortable with. But I can honestly say I, you know, I still get nervous because you know you're 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 putting yourself out there and obviously you want to you know want to make a wise purchase and and um, you know you you can get caught up in the excitement of it for sure. Now, Tom, you say, you know, you make a good comment there. You say you want to make a wise purchase. What exactly, as a horse owner, are you looking for when it comes to maybe finding that next champion horse? We've heard stories of, uh, you know, people going to auctions. They pay five or 6000 and they come up with the next Wiggle and Jiggle it. And then some, you got to spend one hundred and fifty or 200000 What exactly are you looking for when you go to these things? Um, you know, certainly, you know, past performance when you're looking at, you know, age race horses, you know, their, their past performance, um, you know, in this case with, with rock and roll world, you know, I wanted to kind of get to the next level as an owner and start to get into these big races. And certainly, um, you know, this guy had the credentials and was eligible to a bunch of, of, of you know, future stakes. So that that was uh, in, in, intriguing. But, um, you know, I think, again, you're just looking for, um, you know, a horse that's sound and a horse that um, you probably have a, a game plan for and a horse that you may be able to uh, help or improve upon with a change of scenery or a kind of a different training program. Visiting live with Tom Pollock, a prominent owner in the uh, harness racing industry. He's got a couple of big ones coming up here this Sunday. Before we move on to Medusa, just another question about Rock and Roll World. Let's talk a little bit about the race itself. Now, right to your outside are two horses uh, that have come from down under. That uh, One comes with a whole lot of fanfare, and that uh, is Chris and me, of course, the former New Zealand Horse of the Year. And then you've got Moss Day O'Connor, who's just been outstanding. I mean, the effort at, at the Yonkers uh, last time was yeah. unbelievable. He's been perfect since coming to the States. And plus you have Jin Shark, millionaires all bets off and somewhere in LA. It's a it's a pretty darn good field. What do you what do you think of your chances from uh, spot number two there? Uh yeah, it sure is. Um, you know, it's it's a star studded field. Um, you know, the the outside horses all bets off and somewhere in LA or, you know, 
top end, you know, older campaigners and and the the new faces here, uh, you know, from post three and four, the the, the New Zealand breads, as you said, have been just you know dynamite since coming. Uh, I think Chris. Kristen Mee came home in 25 and change at the Meadowlands in his last start. So, you know, we, we definitely have our, our work cut out for us. Um, you know, luck of the draw, we did, did you know, draw favorably. And, um, you know, John DeLong is, is coming uh, with the horse from uh, from Hoosier to drive. So he, you know, he, he drove him in, in our first start and has been helping uh, uh, Jeff with him uh, in the barn in the morning. So, um, you know, we're fingers crossed that uh, we can get a piece of it for sure let's talk about the race before that's uh, race 11 on the harris philly program on sunday the betsy ross and your charge is medusa she draws well as well uh starting from post position number five once again uh a very very tough field with the likes of pure country and lady shadow and uh, mckenzie and blue moon stride and cousin mary what do you think of her chances come this sunday yeah, she. I mean, she definitely has her work cut out for her. Um, you know, we're she, she's she's versatile. That's that's good, and she's been you know ultra consistent for us. I think we've had her you know 45 to 50 starts, and she's only missed two checks. And so you know, certainly she's been you know racing against uh, you know top company at the Meadows and and then at Yonkers and and you know Meadowlands last summer. So. Um, you know she fits, but she's she's definitely going to need some help and a and a trip and for for things to to work out her way because there's uh, a lot of talent in this field. Tom, before we let you go, uh, is being somebody that has owned horses uh, and of course been around the business for quite some time, what is some of the advice that you can give maybe to some of the younger people that are maybe thinking about getting into ownership in this industry? Got any advice you could uh, pass on to them? Yeah, I mean, I think the you know the biggest the biggest piece of advice I could give is to kind of get hooked up with the the right trainer slash advisor. Um, I was fortunate I uh, had some friends that that had owned you know pieces of horses when I was just a patron at the at the Meadows, and they were able to introduce me to Randy Bendis, and um, you know we've we've struck up a, a great partnership. He's uh, you know, very good trainer and an excellent businessman. And so that, that's worked out well. And then I met Jeff Colifer and, uh, you know, same can be said about him. We've had, uh, an excellent partnership, but I think getting, you know, getting introduced to somebody who, you know, you're going to fit with, um, uh, you know, personality wise and, and, uh, objective wise is, is key to getting, getting started. And then, you know, once you get started, um, you know, if, if you can get a couple of horses out of the gate versus just one, um, you know, uh, two or three, you know, horse two and three might make up for horse one, not doing so well or being on the shelf. So, um, you know, you don't, I don't think you need, 40 or 50 certainly, but, um, having a couple, um, to offset somebody who might be hurt or not racing well is, is a, is a great way to, you know, get started and keep your head above water and then you can build from there. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a, a great experience for me and a sport that I love. So hopefully it, uh, it continues on Sunday. Well, Tom, we certainly appreciate you joining us, and uh, best of luck to you come Sunday. And, uh, hey, best of luck to you in uh, in general. We'd love to see uh, owners do well. And like I say, the lifeblood of the industry uh, certainly resides with the owners. You guys are the ones that put the big bucks up. So we certainly appreciate you joining us, and best of luck on Sunday, my friend. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I'll see you on Sunday, Mike. Thanks.
All right, that was Tom Pollock, uh, owner. Uh, he's got the two very nice horses coming up on Sunday. And, and Mike, uh, it sounds like he's realistic. I mean, Medusa definitely is uh, uh, going to be a long shot, but as upset home, she's a very nice mare, but she'll be certainly battling uh, uphill, uh, going against the likes of Pure Country and uh, Mackenzie and Lady Shadow and, and uh, of course, Rock and Roll World going up against the two monsters that we talked about from uh, down under with uh, Moss, Dale Connor, and Chris and me. But there's uh, certainly going to be some exciting times here come Sunday, Mike. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, what he said, some things he said about Medusa were very positive. And, you know, if you have an upset chance, you really want the owner and the connections to kind of really be positive and, uh, you know, see what can come of it. But one thing I didn't know, Mike, is he hooked up with Randy Bendis. And now I know, yep. uh, now I can put a name to the person. When Randy Bendis, he races at Northfield. Tom's got a ton of horses at Northfield. And uh, I did not realize that they were the same person. So how about that? Yeah, Randy uh, races a lot of horses here as well at Harris, Philadelphia. We've got plenty to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike Petritton is going to be joining us a little bit later on. Plus, we're going to have the track announcer and uh, director of racetrack operations, our good, good friend, Mr. Gabe Pruitt. Plus, we're going to, uh, up next, actually, it's going to be the second installment of our Running Aces series. And the uh, track announcer Darren Gagnier hosts that. He had a very special guest. That's coming up next on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. Consider who we are. According to the 2010 equine census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. How much pork roll can How much pork roll can you eat in two minutes? Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment will host a pork roll eating contest this Saturday. You can enter for a chance to win five hundred dollars in the second annual contest. Entry forms are available in your live racing programs, and ten lucky contestants will be selected after race three with the contest after race five. Contestants will have two minutes to chow down and eat as many pork roll slices as they can. For more information, visit PlayMetalands.com. 
Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is the premier harness racing facility and card club in the Upper Midwest, located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available at simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. This season, Running Aces introduces the new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager. For more information, visit our website, runaces.com. Hey everybody, it's Aaron Gagnier here at Running Aces. It's time for the highlights from opening weekend at Running Aces here in 2017. Joining me on today's program for the highlights segment is Kyle Winkler, known as Winks Picks around the track here at Running Aces. Kyle has provided his handicapping selections alongside my own selections for Running Aces over the past several seasons. In fact, I think he's done it for about five years. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Thanks for having me, Darren. All right, Kyle is the assistant manager of Mutuals, also the assistant to racing manager Ben Blum at Running Aces, and this is your ninth season at Running Aces for live racing. And, Kyle, your observations, what can you tell us about the racing product at Running Aces now versus, say, about four or five years ago? Well, Darren, I think the biggest thing is the the fields are definitely more competitive, better horses, better drivers, um, more closer blanket finishes. Uh, more horses starting here at Running Aces seem to be going on to the East Coast and doing pretty well competing at a higher level. It seems. Oh, that is a very good point, Kyle. Uh, a few that come immediately to mind, Rollin' and Rock, Totes My Goats, Show Runner, Gravels in My Travel, and Shadow's Image, just to name a few. There are several more uh, that I may have left off that list. All right, now, what do you think has remained uh, the same? Anything that jumps out at you that pretty much has been constant? Over the years here, it seems like when you bet exotic plays, trifectas and exactas, it seems like here, compared to some other East Coast tracks that are most people are familiar with, it seems like we have a pretty good value on these payouts. You see a lot of favorites that will come in, let's example, six to five over a seven to five, where most tracks might pay six, five dollars for a two dollar mutual. Here it seems like it will pay eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen. 14. We have we have seen that so many times. We've commented back and forth about it. You do see that a lot here at Running Aces. You can get first chalk, second chalk, in an exacta, and it can pay uh, at times anywhere from ten eighty. Uh, sometimes we've seen it pay over twenty, twenty four, twenty five dollars. Whereas on a lot of tracks, you're going to see five, six, seven, eight dollar exacta there. So value, yes, More money that spread is, here. That is a very good point. Okay, let's jump right into the highlights from the racing action. I'm going to talk first about our big open handicap pace for horses and geldings. On Sunday night, the feature, it went in race number seven, and it was the much-hyped-about return of Roland Rock to running aces from the East Coast, where he had been racing at Yonkers, uh, knocking heads against some of the toughest horses in the sport of harness racing. In the big opens at Yonkers, and Roland and Rock did not disappoint. A big mile from him. He started from the assigned outside post of eight in a field of eight, and he had plenty of early speed off the gate, but there was a lot of competition for the front end. He had to take back and drop in fourth, uh, going to the quarter, where he sat for about three-eighths of a mile. 
He was able to get into a second over position for a little bit, going around the final turn, made a big sweeping three-wide move to the top of the stretch, pulled away from the field in 152-2. and two. Roland and Rock for owners Dwayne and Connie Roland, trained by Dwayne Roland, driven to victory by Nick Roland. Again, a big mile, 152-2 and two from Roland and Rock in the feature on Sunday night. Now I'm going to throw it back to you for the big feature on opening night, which was the opening trot on Saturday night, the open trot. And uh, I'm sending this one over to you because you nailed this race. You had it first uh, top three horses in exact order. Tell us about that race. It was a 10,000 open handicapping trot. And it was Flame On who uh, got the job done off a pocket trip and 158 flat with the driver, uh, the general, Mooney Swenson. For uh, owner-trainer Mark Anderson, Banker Volo cut the mile and finished second. With the mayor, my little Susie, finishing third. All right. Well, I went with uh, Banker Volo on top there. Of course, I like Flame On. I picked him for second. I thought Banker Volo was ready to jump right into the winner's circle there in his first start at Aces this year. But, you know, both of those horses very talented. We'll see them both uh, throughout the summer. Yeah. In the... Keep your eye on this when they run again because probably look for Banker Volo to beat Flame On next time. Next time they so you think those two will be just trading wins back and forth all summer long? We'll see how that happens. We'll see how that works out. Uh, how that prediction goes. And then let's talk about uh, Tuesday night featured event, the Phillies and Mares Open. Phillies and Mares Open, the big favorite, Best of Jenna, did not disappoint. She got the job done for trainer-driver Rick McGee, owners uh, Ken, Dr. Ken Rucker and Jana Lee Rucker of Wisconsin. Best of Jenna got away in the pocket, plenty of speed from the center of the racetrack post five, and then took the lead just after the quarter and did not look back from there an easy win. Set some very nice uh, moderate fractions for herself. 28-1 was the quarter of the race. She went 57 to the half, 25 and 4, three quarters. Home in 154 flat, 28-1 last quarter. A very nice win from Best of Jenna in the Mayor's Open on Tuesday night's program. Now, Kyle, uh, here's here's the thing. Let's talk about a little bit of a phenomenon, if you will. Uh, what I will call the X factor that I have seen the first uh, three nights of racing here at Running Aces this season, horses from Cal Expo are winning like crazy. Seven out of eight races on opening night. They won seven out of ten races on Sunday night. And then on Tuesday night, five out of eight races. What do you say about that? I don't even know what to say. They've been racing all winter. They've been The horses have been tight. And they seem to really like the surface here at Running Aces coming from Cal Expo. Okay, so I agree with you. Certainly those horses have been racing all winter long. They've been racing, you know, at least three, four times a month over the past several months, so they're definitely going to be tight and have somewhat of an advantage over these horses that are maybe more local and just getting started in their season right now and have just gotten qualified. But it appears to me that this season it's much more profound than I've seen before. So maybe a lot of local horses are going to need a start or two to catch up. So we'll see how far this current trend continues the X factor uh, here at Running Aces this season. Let's talk about one thing that this X factor we didn't talk about. Let's talk about a guy named Steve Wiseman that in three nights of racing here, he's went 10 out of 22 drives this year. 10 wins out of his first 22 drives. What is it you said to me, something about changing the name of the track to what? Running Wiseman. <laughs> Running Wiseman. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Steve Wiseman has been on fire. On fire. 
Uh, and it's funny we use that term because we had a guy on Facebook, uh, uh, a racing fan from California, making some comments over the weekend saying, anybody in the vicinity of running aces, somebody needs to call the fire department. Steve Wiseman's on fire. Indeed, he he has been. 10 out of 22 uh, is, is a huge number, and we'll see if he can continue that throughout uh, going forward in the race. He's got a big lead in the driver's standings, obviously, uh, with the three nights completed. Kyle, thank you for joining me on the recap show. And, ladies and gentlemen, plenty of great racing action coming up this weekend at Running Aces. Big card on Saturday, first race post time, 6 p.m., Sunday, 6 p.m. once again. And our Tuesday night card is at 7 p.m. And don't forget to check everything out on our website, runaces.com, for all kinds of information, entries and results, free race replays, handicapping selections, and so much more. Once again, runaces.com. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is the premier harness racing facility and card club in the upper Midwest, located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available at simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. This season, Running Aces introduces the new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager. For more information, visit our website, runaces.com. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. A great finish in the face! Stonebridge Terror and won the West! Legends will be born. Third time the charm for Foiled Again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Foiled again, clear vision, three across to the wire, foiled again, foiled again appears to have done it. History will be made. Deep stretch lead for state treasurer, state treasurer's going to win it, foiled again, a pennant out of a state treasurer. History in the Molson pace. Or none of the above. Evening of pleasure in Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson Pace shocker. That just happened. Catch the Molson Pace live on Post Time with Mike and Mike.com Friday, May 26th, or on demand on the Bet America Radio Network. Time to show them if you got them. We are a little over 24 hours away from the Molson Pace at Western Fair Raceway. And, Mike, i got to tell you, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're driving currently in the night Niagara Falls. One thing we want to tell everybody is we've got some handicapping uh, stuff from our experts on our website at posttimewithmikeandmike.com. 
Absolutely. Make sure you log on to our website, posttimewithmikeandmike.com. We've got the expert predictions for the big races coming up or the big race coming up at Western Fair tomorrow. And I guess you could say the big races because there's a pretty lucrative, lucrative pick four opportunity uh, to be had, isn't there, my friend? Yeah, there is. Uh, of course, we'll be again uh, racing uh, for the Molson Pace. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Mike, I got to tell you, you sound like you're in Niagara Falls right now. You, you didn't jump in, did you? No, I didn't jump in. It's pouring rain. Of course it is. Why, why would it do anything but rain while we're out? Uh, Absolutely. Well, Mike Carter's got a, a, a little thing. bit of a, you, you got you got a little bit of a poor cell signal, my friend, as you seem to be breaking up. I don't know what part of the the world you're driving through, but it's obviously one without a functioning cell phone tower. <laughs> how, how, how about now? Oh, it's it's, it's 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 beautiful. Yeah, you sound crystal clear. Couldn't sound better. You you never actually you never did sound you've never sounded better my friend but oh, <laughs> anyway, try try listen try to try to get into a better cell situation uh, and uh, and we'll see if we can get you back I try now you there yeah yeah you know what try I'll tell you what Mike why don't you try to call back because you're in a in a pretty bad cell situation just to give it a call back and maybe it can rehook up to a a little bit of a better cell situation there. But nonetheless, what Mike was trying to say is we have expert predictions uh, and on the Western Fair program, so make sure you log on to the website, posttimewithmikeandmike.com. We've got, uh, like I say, some expert pick four picks uh, for you, and uh, let's see if we could uh, – let, let's just listen in and see what, what we can hear actually from Mike <laughs> Carter. Is that better? How about that? Oh, you're beautiful now. You're crystal clear. Okay. So, of course – And I mean it, and I mean five, it this uh, time. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Listen, they got the high five mandatory payout, Mike. Listen, no jackpot. I don't think there's a carryover, and uh, it should be uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, certainly should be. Uh, and as a matter of fact, that whole Western Fair card is going to be outstanding, Mike. We talked about uh, the race. You're actually going to be able to call a race, and uh, it's going to be early on in the program, so we're not going to be on the air for it. But if you want to hear Mike Carter uh, as an announcer, Mike Carter put on his announcer hat. Make sure you listen to, what is it, the second race tomorrow, Mike? Yeah, Sugar was nice enough to give me one of the City of London finals. Uh, it goes for a purse of $23,000. And I'm also going to be doing the pregame show with him. Uh, me and Jess Scott and are going to be uh, doing some uh, handicapping with Sugar beforehand. Yeah, it's going to be a great broadcast. Once again, that's coming up tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Make sure you set your alarm clock, set your cell phone. That's what people use for alarm clocks nowadays. So make sure you check it out tomorrow night, 9 p.m. It's our live Molson Pace broadcast. I will be in the studio. Mike Carter will be on site along with Garnet Barnsdale and Jess Scott. We'll be collecting all kinds of interviews. We're going to have interviews uh, we're going to talk to pretty much all the trainers, all the drivers with interests in the big race coming up on Friday night, uh, and it's just and, going to be a, a blast. We're going to have a blast. And, and Mike, another thing, too, uh, we will be uh, tweeting as the Harness Racing Fan Zone as well on uh, tomorrow night. We, uh, we're going to take the pictures and uh, be tweeting out as them. So uh, we got a little bit of uh, USTA control, so to speak. That's right. Oh, boy, they're they're messing with fire. They're giving us some creative control. But uh, nonetheless, uh, and of course, the big whip giveaway tomorrow, Mike. Uh, once again, can you explain to the people uh, how they can win an Aaron Merriman whip tomorrow night? Yeah, of course. Uh, Aaron Merriman was nice enough when uh, Mike Bozich came up here to give us a whip. Uh, 
that he was using to drive that night. In fact, he won the race that he gave it to us in. And uh, all you got to do while you're at Western Fair tomorrow night is post a picture of yourself on Twitter or on Facebook with hashtag Molson Pace and me and Mike and Jessica and Garnett and uh, even Kate. You know what? We'll throw Kate into the mix. Well, we're going to pick one winner uh, to win the Aaron Merriman whip. You must be present to win. That's the kicker here. You, we're trying to uh, promote a little bit of on-track, uh, a little bit of on-track fun. You must be present to win uh, the whip. But, hey, uh, post a picture of yourself. Stop by the table, Mike. You know, this is one thing I really recommend. Uh, if you've never been one of our live remotes, Mike, you remember when we were at the Meadowlands, we had all sorts of people stopping by and, uh, you know, coming on the air. And who knows, maybe, you'll, uh, maybe we'll give you an interview or two. We'll see. Yeah, we had all sorts of people, you know, uh, throwing stuff at us and, uh, you know, making noises yeah, and everything like that. So, but, hey, we welcome yeah. it. That's the great thing about live radio, Mike. We Every once in a while, we like to get out of the studio and, and uh, get out, even though I'll still be in the studio. But uh, not for all the other remotes. I'll be live for the other remotes, but I'll be in the confines of the uh, post time with Mike and Mike Studios. And uh, you'll be out there along with Jessica and Garnett. Once again, it's 9 o'clock tomorrow night. All the action of the Molson Pace can be heard right here on post time with Mike and Mike.com and then on demand later on, on the bed America radio network, Mike, it is a busy grand circuit week elsewhere. And I know we wanted to touch on this a little bit, but Yonkers raceway has a couple of nice races coming up on Saturday. They've got uh, the Lismore final uh, going for a purse of $140,000 uh, plus, And that is race six on the Saturday program. We had Aaron Lambert on this show last week and he was talking uh, a little bit about agent Q his fantastic uh, Philly pacer who won from the outside post uh, to get into this race. She's a perfect two for two. She just looked outstanding uh, in her 2017 debut here at Harris, Philadelphia kind of got a little bit of revenge against some moments somewhere, some moments somewhere, not in this event coming up at Yonkers, but some other great mares are as well. Big city Betty's right alongside of her. You've got Warwick sunshine from the pylons, caviar, Cherie, caviar alley, of course, Agent Q starts from post form. Big City Betty got this one, Hanover. Tequila Monday at Ashley Spitfire. So they'll be going for some good money coming up at Yonkers on Saturday. And then, of course, the Art Rooney file, final, Mike, and that's $300,000. And uh, we had a chance to talk to Brian Brown a couple of ago, and actually he broke it on this program that Down by the Seaside was headed to the Rooney. Yeah, he did. And how about uh, the race from down by the seaside? I mean, he was, uh, you know, he had to start from tier number two, post nine last uh, last week. And he put in a very, very uh, good effort. So it was definitely, it was nice to see that down by the seaside uh, could race uh, even with a little bit of a disadvantage against him. But Mike, uh, real quick off topic, how about Fear the Dragon defeating Huntsville? Brian Brown's got a couple of these three-year-olds and uh, he, uh, he might be making a statement in a couple more races with uh, Fear the Dragon. It's going to be a very interesting three-year-old campaign, let me tell you. But down by the side of Perfect Twos and the Art Rooney that's coming up on Saturday. The rest of the field uh, isn't so shabby itself. Max Jackpot from the pylons, me so fast, post two, rolling a bounce, post four for Irv Miller. Here's your buddy, Mike Funkin' Waffles. From post five, Summerside will start from post horse. six. Henry the Dragon, I know you do. Henry the Dragon running from post three to five this year in Stealth Bomber 
uh, starting from post eight. Uh, that's from uh, the Bellino stables. I don't know if you follow uh, Mr. Bellino on Facebook, but he always updates us on where his horses are headed. So he's got Stealth Bomber with uh, an unfortunate draw, Mike post eight in the $300,000 Art Rooney final. Then, of course, Mike, you've got the three big races right here at Harris, Philadelphia coming up on Sunday. And if you, I don't know if you've noticed yet, Mike, but I am just extremely over these races coming up on Sunday. And uh, the door is going to be locked, so you're not going to be able to get in. But we've got three <laughs> exciting races. Actually, way more than three exciting races. We've got the Maxi Lee going for 150000 the Betsy Ross going for 150000 for mares, and the Ben Stafford Jr. Memorial going for $150,000. But, Mike, we've got quite an undercard as well. Mel Mare is going to be in race five in a winner's over, and he's going to be taking up uh, his his 2017 debut, and he's going to be facing of Your Uptrend, who's won 9 of 16 this year, Nuclear Dragon, who's won 6 of 13, Boston Red Rocks, Better Memories, Barima A, who's just been on fire here in 2017, Split the House, who's only making his second start of the year, and Keystone Velocity. That's quite a, a field, Mike. Yeah, how about Boston Red Rocks uh, making uh, making a comeback run this year? Uh, kind of papered off uh, last year a little bit, but I tell you what, I'm excited to see Boston Red Rocks come back and fire against a very good group of horses. Boy, that's a great win. And then, of course, we've got a Philly and Mare winners over, which starts a $10,000 guaranteed pick four, which will uh, start in race nine at Harris Philly. You've got uh, from the pylons out there, Frost Damage Blues, Mock It A Par, In It To Win A Fortune, Liz Patty, who uh, came up with a big upset in her last Pure Country, uh, Narita Regal Electra, Delightful Dragon, and Image. So that is... A winner's over, Mayor's edition, and Jagout starting from post nine. I don't want to forget Nick Zurich's uh, horse. He'll be calling me. Jagout starting from post nine will start from the second tier in that race. And Call Me Queen B was also eligible in that race, by the way. Hey, 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 Mike. You know, my week next week, Lake Erie at Northfield Park. Like you said, you were driving Erie. Say that again. I said it sounded like you said you were driving in Lake Erie, and it sounded like it too. No, no, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, it's your week this week. It's my week next week, as we have the Battle of Lake Erie at Northfield Park. So, a couple of big, a uh, couple of big races coming up for uh, aged horses. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what, without further ado, I see our good friends on hold. Gabe Pruitt is joining us. It's time for our weekly Pompano Park segment. Now, Gabe, before we get started, here we go again. Now, did you see the story? about this uh, Montana Republican that's running for office that body slammed this uh, U.K. reporter? You know, I've only read the headlines. I haven't got to do much uh, much research into that. Sounds very uh, very interesting. <laughs> well, well, listen, you should have known that in your show prep, my friend. But uh, nonetheless, you should have known I was going to ask you about that. Come on. But, yeah, uh, a U.K. reporter got body slammed, and, uh, you know, so uh, I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he got body slammed, and – and uh, it's Trump's fault somehow. But anyway, I digress. I'll turn it over to Mr. Carter. But Gabe, uh, listen, you you only got a couple of week, uh, weeks left of racing, don't you? You know, I was going to say, if you guys are going to claim the, the next two weekends, I'm actually going to claim midweek next week because that's closing night, Wednesday, May 31st. And uh, we are looming at a big uh, mandatory payout in the jackpot I-5. It's uh, 33000 
$333 the moment to all threes. And, again, uh, we should, uh, if it survives on Sunday night, we'll have that uh, mandatory payout. Yeah, closing night, less than a week away, Mike. Now, one thing about it, Gabe, I'm still waiting on my check so I can come down and cover the race next Wednesday. I'm just, you know, letting you know. You know, due to the fact it could be a 4,000-hour claimer and even possibly of the non-winners of 1,500 over the last five variety, uh, I'm not sure that uh, we're going to get much press on the actual uh, field. So we, we are certainly going to be looking at it from a, a wagering-only standpoint. <laughs> well, let's talk about a little bit about what's been happening at Pompano Park. How about Arsenal uh, winning the Open Handicap for a $10,000 purse? Or, uh, Gabe, you know, he, he's been kind of a uh, – been kind of a firestorm he's been on he's been off but arsenal looked absolutely sharp uh, this week yeah he did and that was a well-rated win we actually mentioned it on the program last week because we had uh, discussed a couple of horses leaving south florida and i had mentioned i believe that i thought arsenal probably was going to be the horse that uh, sticks around here and, and was going to be the horse to beat in the open ranks and uh, no surprise there it was like one to two in a five horse field but uh, yeah he's at the head of the class now and uh, again this horse just a former six thousand dollar claimer Back in early February, so uh, literally three months ago, you could pick him up for $6,000. Uh, I believe he actually shipped down, maybe even from uh, Mike Bozitz's neck of the woods. Here's Philly, uh, George Apatano owned him at one point uh, when he first arrived in town, trying to rob Harmon at him. He moved through many barns here. Jason Robinson had him for a moment, uh, Kelly Case, John McDonald. And uh, really, he's fired for everyone. Uh, and, uh, again, all the way up the open ranks uh, as we fit out the horse population here a little bit late in the meet. You know, it'll be interesting to see where he fits in when he heads back north. And let's talk a little bit about the open handicap. The Philly and Mayor version where Gold Star Rock Ed provided a little bit of an upset uh, this past week. Yes, she did. I actually love this mare. Uh, I was talking to someone before the races last night, uh, and uh, I, I told him I liked one horse the entire card. It was her uh, a lot, and she got a four to one, which was a shockingly big number. I thought that she would be uh, much less than that, and she actually did open up uh, eight or nine to five, but just kept floating up and floating up. And uh, it was a good race to uh, like a horse because that uh, was the fifth race last night that actually ended the pick five, and it w- began the pick uh, four. So uh, a good race to uh, to fall in love with someone. But, yeah, it was a, a gutsy victory. She went wire to wire, you know, 26 and change off the uh, gate. Uh, did have enough to hold on there nearly. Just a nose winner there from the three to five favorite suit night out, but uh, nonetheless got it done, paid 1040. And uh, she is a mare that uh, took some time off here in the winter. She's uh, coming back uh, over the last month or so. Trader Louis Janisi, but uh, a Florida bred. Uh, she's a daughter of Rock On, but she really uh, is a nice mare. She's got a mark uh, 52 and change down here, and just a hard-knocking uh, mare, always at uh, one of the top two levels. Now, Gabe, I heard through the grapevine, and Mike Bozich might have told me this, that you're going to lower the minimum on your pick six to 10 cents so I can hit it this week because I hear you got a nice little carryover uh, coming into the final week of racing. Well, we do have a carryover. I'm not so sure about that, the lowering the minimum. Uh, I'm not sure if 10 cents you get it done for you or not. If I thought so, maybe we would consider it. But, um, you know, we do have some short fields and things. Actually, the pick six, you know, we we discussed it many times on this show over the course of the season. We had pick six mania several times here with carryovers, $15,000, $17,000. But uh, the pick six has been hit with a flurry of late. Uh, last night they did, in fact, miss it. We'll have a single night carryover, a little bit less than a thousand bucks. I don't know the exact amount, but uh, into this Sunday night, and of course, regardless of what happens Sunday, we'll have a mandatory payout uh, in that pool uh, next Wednesday as well. We had some excitement here uh, last night, guys. It was the first big storm of the season in South Florida, 
So we got hit with a, a monster thunderstorm shortly after the uh, third race, uh, actually during the third race for that matter, and uh, I had to pull all the horses off the track. We had about an hour delay. Uh, it's storm season here in South Florida. We got that one in uh, last night after a little bit of delay. Now, listen, first you have a fire, then you have too much water. Listen, you can't have your cake and eat it too, okay? We are we are natural disaster central this year, it seems like. Uh, anything that can go wrong, and then, of course, we had our light burst on the pregame show, as I'm sure you're familiar with, and we need to be started a fire from that uh, little event as well. So, uh, yeah, we've had, we've had some entertaining times. You never know what you're going to get in a nightly basis. It's one of the nice, uh, one of the nice things about tuning into Pompano uh, each and every night. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? Gabe, I have to ask you, as an announcer, and I know I get nervous, and I know maybe Mike Carter gets a little nervous, but, you know, when lightning's in the area, you know, nine times out of ten, with maybe the exception of the cameraman if they're on top of you, but the announcer is usually the highest point, and the announcer is standing on the highest point with a wire contraption on his head. Does that make you nervous at all? You know, it did <laughs> last night, Mike. I will say this this lightning was extremely close. Um we, um, if you watch the replay of the uh, third race uh, last night, we sent the horses to the gate. Uh, we could see maybe a storm approaching on radar. Uh, storms pop up here in South Florida, and, and it's it's almost inexplicable how how they can pop up out of nowhere. We knew the rain and, and the storm had to be approaching us pretty quickly, so we went ahead and actually probably quicker than we normally do. So we called the horses the race in the third race. If you literally watch the replay. You'll see the horses in behind the gate, and it's perfectly clear. As soon as that gate takes off, we get hit with maybe one of the heaviest downpours I've ever seen in four years in South Florida. So it's worth watching that replay back in the third race last night. Again, it's, it's really the tale of two different stories. As before the race, there was nothing, and, and as soon as the, the gate sprung, it was uh, a torrential downpour. I'm sure all the drivers were quite happy with me that we went on uh, and sent that race to uh, post. But nonetheless, we got through it safely, and uh, there were no issues. But it really is something to see. And lightning extreme close after that point. Really, it hadn't been that bad up until that point. But once that storm hit, uh, the lightning was very close. And, uh, yeah, we all hungered down for for a bit. All right. Well, listen, Gabe, we certainly appreciate you joining us. One final question before I let you go, though. We've been doing this series now for uh, quite a few months, and we've really uh, witnessed uh, – quite a rebirth of Pompano Park racing, especially from a gambling point of view. And I know Brett Revington had a lot to do with it and you uh, took right over and I know you've got a lot to do with it. What do you, what would you say, what would you attribute that success to the, the success that, that uh, Pompano Park has had? What do you think's the main ingredient for maybe other racetracks can take note of? Well, you know, I don't think there's any one magic ingredient to Mike. I think it's something you have to do brick by brick. We've been able to uh, really, from the ground up, uh, unfortunately, because things had gotten uh, pretty dry uh, here at one point. So, uh, you know, with um, a lot of social media exposure, you know, we've we've gotten great relationships with all the other tracks uh, as far as trying to stagger post times. Uh, we've gotten great exposure and a great partnership with TVG. And we just try to stay out there, and, and we do try to respond to uh, to our customers, and, and ultimately they're the ones that vote uh, with, their, with their wagering dollars. So we try to stay in tune with that. We try to uh, be responsive. And, you know, we tried many things that uh, did work that uh, made it rememberable. We've tried many things that did not work. So we've been open to change, and, and we've uh, sort of changed up our playbook several times. But I think it's just a mixture of everything, and I think it, uh, it builds over time, and, and we've been towards another nice season, another record-breaking season here uh, this year, and we hope to uh, keep it going. 
And of course, since you've been on this show, your career has just skyrocketed. I mean, it's, it's been unbelievable since being on this show. What has happened with your career here? I mean, now all of a sudden you you run at a racetrack and you're at the Meadowlands. And well, I'll tell you, your career's just gone up uh, straight up to the moon. No, Mike. You know as well as I do in, in our profession. At one moment you can uh, you can have plenty to do, and the next moment uh, you can have your feet propped up, and you'll be looking for uh, for work. So uh, I wouldn't get too uh, too keen on that at this point. Who's what the future holds? It's been a fun ride, and you know I really uh, really feel invested in, in a lot of our success here, Bob. So I'm very happy to be here and uh, and look forward to uh, continuing to move the move the needle here in South Florida. All right, well, Gabe, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Real real quick, before we let you go, Gabe, you know, I think we were talking about weather before. You know, I think we all remember the the shaker at Hollywood Park where Vic Stauffer, his his announcer's booth, from what I understood, was like, you know, right there by itself. And they had an earthquake in the middle of a race. Could you even imagine being in the announcer's booth and an earthquake hit? That is one of the best race calls of all time. As a matter of fact, uh, while you're going back to watch the third race of Pompeii tonight, if you haven't seen that, I'm encourage everyone out there to go take a look. Uh, Mike, you said it earlier. You get nervous when when natural disasters and things like that occur, but it couldn't get any worse than that. I would suppose it would, assuming you would have to think the whole building could collapse at any time. And uh, Vic hung in there, so uh, well done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do uh, at that point? I mean, it, the show just has to, kind of has to go on at that point. I mean, if you know, listen, if a building collapses, right? And I've been in an earthquake, and and I, I got to tell you, it's it's you don't have really a whole lot of time to react. I mean, you are where you are, and that's pretty much it. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got to give Vic a lot of credit. You're absolutely right, that. And uh, of course, along with the final race call uh, ever at Hollywood Park was was one of the great ones too but Gabe we certainly appreciate you joining us buddy and uh we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week okay guys sounds great so this uh again closing night next Wednesday mandatory payout so hopefully everyone will uh, come on board and join us all right thanks buddy that was the man Gabe Pruitt uh, the director of racetrack operations and fine track announcer down at Pompano Mike I'll tell you he's just done a heck of a job down there and and I know Brett Revington did a heck of a job down there and uh, really I mean it was not looking good for a while at Pompano Park and I know they constantly have to face the decoupling issue but I mean from a wagering standpoint from getting gamblers interested uh, they've done a heck of a job yeah, they've done a fantastic job. Uh, like Abe said, they've tried some things that didn't work. They've tried some things that did work. And you know what? They they weren't afraid to try some new things. And that's the key um, in this sport, Mike, is you just got to be unafraid to try some new stuff and, you know, try and see if it works. If it works, it's great. If not, you know what? We tried it, and we moved back to way, the way it was. All right. We've got one final uh, timeout to take. We'll wrap this thing up when we come back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward point state restrictions. $2 million in purses. One, 
Unforgettable Night. It's Sunstake Saturday at the Downs at the Lincoln Sun Pocono on Saturday, July 1st. The best of the best make their way to Northeast Pennsylvania for this prestigious night of racing with the Earl Beale Jr. Memorial Trot, the James Lynch Philly Pace, the Max Hemp Memorial Pace, and the Ben Franklin Free for All Pace. Post time is 6.30 p.m. Fans can enter now for a chance to meet Wiggle and Jiggle and his connections on Eliminations Night, June 24th. Email your entry and why you want this experience to Meet Widgie at MoheganSunPocono.com. That's Meet Widgie at MoheganSunPocono.com by June 14th. Sunstake Saturday, July 1st at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Don't miss it. A great finish in the base! Stonebridge Terror and won the West! Legends will be born. Third time the charm for Foiled Again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Foiled Again, clear vision, three across to the wire, Foiled Again! Foiled Again appears to have done it! History will be made. Deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's gonna win it. Boy, and again, the pet is out of a State Treasurer. History in the Molson pace. Or none of the above. Evening of pleasure at Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson pace shocker. That just happened. Catch the Molson Pace live on Post Time with MikeandMike.com Friday, May 26th, or on demand on the Bet America Radio Network. Time to show them if you got them. All right, time to wrap this thing up. Uh, Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike, you are en route to Western Fair. Once again, it's going to be a big night tomorrow as we will be live uh, coming up at Western Fair. In London, Ontario, a big, big card highlighted, of course, by the Molson Pace will be on the air tomorrow at 9 o'clock. We've got a whip giveaway. Of course, don't forget about the second chance promotion. Uh, sign up at BetAmerica.com right now, Mike. It's going to be big, big, big. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, listen, do me a favor, will you? Somebody, whoever's listening to this show, send me an arc, will you? We might drown in all this rain. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, make sure you join us tomorrow night. We're going to come on at 9 o'clock, and we're going to go right on through the Molson Pace. We're going to cover the late pick four and the super high five, Mike. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and certainly is. Once again, log on to our website for expert analysis at Post Time with Mike and Mike.com. On behalf of all of us here at Post Time with Mike and Mike, we'll see you tomorrow night. First post, 9 o'clock. Join us for the Molson Pace. Good night, everybody. Don't have to go home, but you can't stay.